Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and I'm really excited today to bring this episode to you. This episode is a continuation um, of our last episode where we got a lot of good guidance from Dr. Eric Berg. In our last episode, Dr. Eric Berg was talking to us about how to naturally lower our cortisol levels. That stress hormone that gives us a lot of problems, add a lot of visceral fat around the belly, and, you know, keeps us stressed out and in an anxious state. Today, I want to piggyback off of that, and I want to talk about tips and dietary nutrition tips that can help recovering alcoholics. All right, so this is very important for me. Briefly, I want to go into a little bit of history behind my health and... After recovery, how I was able to transform my health, but also the journey. So for many of you guys out there, you know, you can find me on social media at Monk Healing or at Sober is Dope or at Pop Buchanan. A little history on Monk Healing. I started Monk Healing from a place where I was just really tired of being lethargic, having lack of energy, and and mind you, to give you guys some context, um, I was about four years sober when I started Monk Healing, and around that time, I started um, feeling a little bit of lightheaded, out of shape, and just a little off, and I went to get a blood test, and um, I I was pre-diabetic, I was given a pre-diabetic diagnosis. So for me, I was extremely confused and upset at that point because in my mind, I was doing everything right. So I was like, wait a minute, how the hell am I working out every day, doing all of these things right, and I still have a pre-diabetic diagnosis? So that led me to become a little research monster um, just studying everything I could study. So first thing first, I was really down. And I bought a book called The 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. And The 4-Hour Body was an excellent book because that's the first time I learned about carbohydrates, like like what what different type of carbohydrates. Um, Tim Ferriss talked about something called the slow-carb diet, carbs that have a slower glycemic load, and that helps with insulin and blood sugar spikes and digestion. And then... He was talking about the dangers of sugar and how using a slow-carb diet and Xing out sugar could help. That led me into the ketogenic diet. So from a slow-carb diet, I started doing a lot more research and I came across um, another episode on the Tim Ferriss podcast where he was talking about the ketogenic diet, right? And he was talking to this cool scientist and... That fascinated me, the ketogenic diet. And then from the ketogenic diet, I started like tweaking it to a healthy keto where it was more like a plant-based style of keto that I was playing with. Then I got into the plant-based diet 
blah, say blah. But to bring it back, when I first got hit with the pre-diabetic diagnosis, I was just really distraught. So I told my doctor, I said, give me three months, right? So every three months, you know, your blood sugar changes every three months. So the only way you could tell if you're out the woods with a pre-diabetic diagnosis or if you become diabetic is to check your blood every three months, right? When you take your um, 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 blue, um, glucose test and it's your blood glucose, I think it's the AC1, I'm not sure. Um, but so I said to my doctor, I said, you know what? I promise you. I'm going to come back in three months and I'm going to get rid of this pre-diabetes. And she said, really? That's rare, but if you could do it, God bless you. She said, knock yourself out. You know, I would say just, you know, cut this out and cut this out. So I went three months without eating any sugar. I was 100% keto and I did a lot of other things. I got into drinking aloe vera, a lot of water, meditation, exercising. I really did lose the weight, ladies and gentlemen. And... Three months later, I went and I was given, uh, I was in the clear. I was no longer pre-diabetic, right? So my blood glucose level at the time, I think, was somewhere between 0.8. It was 8 or something like that. She said you have to get it down below, I think, 0.8 or 8. Um, she wanted it in the 5 range, right? So I had to drop so to get out the pre-diabetic um, range. And my doctor was so excited. That's the first or second picture I posted on the Monk Healing page. So if you go on Monk Healing, that's M-O-N-K-H-E-A-L-I-N-G, at Monk Healing on Instagram, you can see the origin of my health journey in relationship to my recovery, right? So Sober is Dope Always was in the mix before all of this. It was part of my recovery. That's day one, right? Sober is Dope is... You know, December 12th, 2000, December 15th, 2012, that sober is dope, the origin. And for me, I started the monk healing page as a focal point that I really had to use the discipline of a monk to really get on top of my diet, nutrition, mindset, wellness, and well being, right? And that my nutrition was extremely important. And alcohol did a number on my body in a lot of ways it affected my relationship to sugar um my relationship to insulin and you know drinking all of those days without eating took its toll on my body not sleeping getting into fights you know it was just a mess and my main problem was i just never ate i just didn't want to eat i just wanted to drink all day so um now for anyone that knows me i have all my vitamins i'm really into health I lean on the side now more on smart keto, all right, smart high-fat diet with a plant-based emphasis. So I do have protein and stuff, but I really like to have a lot of um, nutrients, a nutrient-dense diet, a lot of vegetables, salads, and stuff like that, a lot of um, low-glycemic fruits, um, a lot of, make sure I have my vitamins and minerals. Now, why am I saying this? Because it's very important when we're in recovery to have some type of plan and to really get some guidance. So today what I wanted to do was bring you guys further into my journey. I have a lot of mentors. One of my mentors is Dr. Michael Greger from NutritionFacts.org. Now, Dr. Michael Greger is one of the most 
excellent doctors and scientists and nutrition. I mean, he's 100% plant-based. You're not going to get any leeway with um, Dr. Gregor there. But he gives you a lot of good information. My next guy I like to, doctor I like to look into for good information is Dr. Eric Berg. Um, who you, He has a really beautiful and extensive smart ketogenic and intermittent fasting movement. And he's a really smart doctor. Um, I read his, uh, you know, I gave you guys a little overview yesterday on the last episode, but briefly, he was a chiropractor. Uh, he, he's a chiropractor that retired his medical practice so he could help people heal through nutrition and science. And he has like really informative YouTube um, presentations and stuff like that. So I'll leave all Dr. Um, Eric Berg's information in the show notes. But the reason why I really like Dr. Eric Berg is because he's really hands-on, you know, and he breaks things down and he gives you these bite-sized mini-courses that's usually under 10 minutes where he gives you a lot of takeaways, actionable steps. Take this, take this. Don't take that. This is why this is happening. And I think for us in recovery, we need doctors and people to really speak to our particular situation, right? We've been through a lot, whether we are drug addiction or alcohol addiction or hard drugs or, you know, if we're dealing with um, if we're any form of body abuse through addiction takes its toll. And sometimes we need someone who really understands where that comes from, can understand what fatty liver disease, um, how to deal with that, how to deal with cirrhosis of the liver, um, how to deal with mental health stuff and maybe damage adrenal systems and um, depression and uh, neurotransmitter issues and stuff like that, hormonal imbalances. So that's why I wanted to bring this episode to you. So ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to really go too much longer. I want to get right into the clip with Dr. Eric Berg and just give me some feedback. Let me know on social media what you guys think. Um, the Monk Healing page and Soap is Dope is really uh, all in approach to recovery so we really take pride in bringing spiritual aspects to recovery mental health awareness to recovery nutritional um, aspects to recovery and addiction science to recovery and you know it it really goes a long way when we can really just cover as much important things and your feedback means a lot to me Right. And um, so if you're if you're resonating with this, um, holla at your boy. Also, I know I cover a lot of topics and sometimes, you know, it may be a topic that's not really for you. So my advice with the Soap is Dope podcast is take what you need. Right. And disregard the rest or come back to it later. But it's all out of love because I love you guys. And I really just want to give you everything that I use, everything that I'm exposed to. So I share my whole world with you. You know what I'm listening to, my mentors, where am I going to get information? What am I eating? What am I thinking? How do I how am I sleeping? How do I cope? You know, all of these things that make me pop Buchanan and that helps me have a success rate in recovery. Um, I want to extend that to you. So I love you all. Enjoy this clip from Dr. Eric Berg um, talking about nutrition and um, for the alcoholic. And I hope you enjoy and I'll catch you on the other side. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Had another question related to a recovering alcoholic and what would be the best foods for that individual? Well, what do you have? You have liver damage, maybe some inflammation, maybe a fatty liver, maybe even cirrhosis. You definitely have nutritional deficiencies. So the best foods that I would recommend starting from the top would be cruciferous vegetables. Why? Because cruciferous vegetables have an added X factor. They have a lot more phytonutrients that other vegetables just don't have. And when we're dealing with repairing liver function, we need a lot of natural antioxidants from the food because there's so much oxidation and free radical damage. Now, as far as deficiencies are concerned, you're gonna see definitely low vitamin B1. You're gonna see other uh, B vitamins deficient, definitely gonna see zinc deficient, a lot of other trace minerals. So for that reason, number two, shellfish. Shellfish contain all of the trace minerals, very, very high in selenium and zinc and iodine, which is great for the liver and especially the selenium. Both of them can act as antioxidants. Now, number three, we have sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds are very high in vitamin B1, which is very, very important in liver function. And definitely, if the person has drank alcohol, they're going to be deficient in vitamin B1. But of course, my favorite is nutritional yeast. You're going to get all of the B vitamins in nutritional yeast. And nutritional yeast provides a natural form. Of course, if you get the version that's not enriched with synthetic vitamins. But if you're a recovering alcoholic, you really need to increase this one right here. Okay, nutritionally, a lot of it. Okay, next is fish. And I'm talking about wild-caught fish um, because of the omega-3, which is very anti-inflammatory. So it's going to help inflammation and provide you with some really good quality um, proteins. Out of all the fish, you want to do the fattier fish, salmon, and sardines. All right, number five, large salads, okay? Of course, the salad could be cruciferous vegetables, but uh, sometimes people like to steam these, but I always recommend doing like raw salads, large salads. That's very, very healthy for the liver. It will also provide you with vitamin C, which is uh, a very important antioxidant for your liver. And it's interesting because if you go to a restaurant, I was at a restaurant a couple days ago, and I'm looking around and like, no one is ordering salads. Uh, except me. And so they're just eating the protein, the fat, the carbs, but no salads. Um, an average American consumes only 1.5 cups of salad per day. So where are they going to get their vitamin C? Where are they going to get their potassium? Large salads actually will help an alcoholic recover. They want to do moderate protein, large amounts of greens, and generally nutrient-dense foods. 
Now, for the inflammation that could be going on and for the cirrhosis, um, they need to be doing intermittent fasting. I have a video down below exactly how to do that. Uh, one to two meals a day. And make sure those meals are big enough so they're not hungry between the meals. So you want to do intermittent fasting with some periodic prolonged fasting. Why? So you can create this condition called autophagy. Autophagy is like a self-cleaning oven. It's where your body starts to clean up the old damaged proteins, which you're going to see in cirrhosis, and help turn those into healthy new amino acids. And that happens roughly about an 18-hour fast. So if you were to do OMAD, one meal a day, you would have enough autophagy to really see some great, great improvement. But then if you were to add on top of that, maybe every week or every two weeks, a longer fast, you would really speed up the results. Now, kombucha tea is a really good um, product, if you get the one with the lowest amounts of sugar, to act as a substitute for beer or wine because the consistency of it is a kind of a thick uh, carbonated beverage. And it's kind of similar to an alcohol beverage where it can actually help relax the person and make them feel calmer. So I do recommend that. And it does have a small amount of alcohol, like, but it's so insignificant. It's not going to create a problem. If you wanted to take it to the next level, these are the nutrients that I would recommend um, to help someone repair liver damage. Now, what these nutrients do is they increase glutathione, which is the most important antioxidant for the liver for repair. And glutathione is the thing to actually speed up the uh, toxic effect of alcohol, like when you have a hangover. So it cleans up um, acetaldehyde, which is the byproduct of alcohol, what alcohol turns into in the liver. So it cleans it up. But the problem with taking glutathione directly sometimes is that it gets broken down and you don't really get the full benefit. So I recommend taking the precursors, cysteine, glycine, glutamine, NAC. These will really help. And also vitamin C is needed to make glutathione and also zinc as well. And zinc will also replace what you're deficient in as well. And you can get your B vitamins from nutritional yeast right here. And milk thistle is one of the best herbs to support a healthy liver. In addition, this alone will increase glutathione. So those are the things I would recommend for a recovering alcoholic.